Good morning. Today is Sunday, November 13th, 2022. What I'd like to share with you this morning is relevant to our Torah portion this week of Chayesara, but it relates directly to last week's Torah portion, the Parsha of Vayera. And this is another expression that I'm proud to share with you from Rabbi Yosef Rimon, an expression of both his scholarly expertise, which is enmeshed in his exquisite humanity. And I mean for this piece to stand on its own. I think the message is a very important message. But I also plan for this to form the backdrop of a very different subject that I hope to discuss with you tomorrow. Okay. The closer we analyze the words of the Torah, the more lessons we learn, even about subjects that may seem obvious to us. Avraham and Sarah are the sources for us of this characteristic of kindness and hospitality, and we are able to learn amazing lessons from even the most subtle details of how they acted that can inform the way that we act in our lives. And not only lessons about how they acted, but also very important lessons about how our classic commentators explain how they acted. So remember the famous comment of the rabbis in the Talmud, which we've discussed many times concerning last week's act of hospitality on the part of Avraham and Sarah. Remember that God appeared to Avraham and Avraham interrupted his conversation with God in order to greet three strangers who were passing by in the desert. And based on this, we have the famous comment in the Talmud, Am Rabbi Yudah Marav. Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rav, It's a bigger mitzvah. It's more important to greet guests when there's the opportunity to invite them into our home that is greater than even speaking to God. Dixiv. And this is based on the verse which says, Vayomer, and Avram says, Hashem, God, I know you just came to visit me, and I'm very grateful that you, God, came to visit me, but please, if you don't mind, just hold on one moment. I want to go greet these guests. The fact that Avram interrupted his conversation with God in order to greet the guests, teaches this lesson. An incredible lesson. We've discussed it from a number of points of view, and we've derived a number of different lessons from it. <clears throat> but let's look for a moment at the way the Rambam, Maimonides, 
explains this lesson to us. Because when the Rambam explains this to us, he does it with a very subtle difference. But the difference in the way the Rambam describes this lesson is going to also teach us an amazing insight. The Rambam says as follows, It is greater to invite guests and show hospitality to the guests, even greater than being able to speak directly to God, because the Pusik says, And Avraham lifted his eyes, and he saw in the distance three strangers passing by. Now, when we analyze the Rambam, Maimonides, he wrote with exquisite precision. Every word that he chose is chosen for a reason. And it's curious that the Rambam does not completely quote the line of the Talmud. The lesson is the same, the importance of inviting guests and showing hospitality. But the proof text, the verse that is quoted is different in the version of the Rambam than it is in the Talmud. And remember, the Talmud comes first. The Talmud quotes the verse where Avram says, hold on, God, just a minute, let me go greet the guests. Seems to be a perfect proof text for the lesson the Talmud wants to teach. But the Rambam quotes a different verse. The Rambam quotes the verse, Vayar v'hinesh shlosha anoshim. And Avraham lifted his eyes and he saw that there were three strangers passing by. Seems strange. Why doesn't the Rambam, I mean, the lesson's the same. What does it matter which verse you quote to prove it? The lesson's the same. We get the idea. And why would the Rambam choose to quote a different verse from what the Talmud says? The Rambam quotes a verse before Avraham starts to offer hospitality. The Rambam quotes the verse from the earlier moment when Avram lifts his eyes and sees these three individuals walking across the desert. And here Rav Rimon quotes Rav Menachem Mendel Schneerson of Blessed Memory. The Rambam is explaining to us that Avraham interrupted his conversation with God to see, to look for those three strangers passing in the distance. That was the moment when Avraham identified there are three individuals passing by who could use my help. All of the acts of kindness, all of the acts of hospitality, running to bake the bread, wanting to make the food, running to serve, all of the hurry, all of the excitement, all of the enthusiasm in actually showing hospitality, 
All of that is only the consequence of Avraham's seeing, Avraham's looking. The basis of Avraham's hospitality was his eyes. And from here we can derive three very important lessons according to Rav Rimon. Number one, no matter what you're doing, no matter how important it is, no matter how holy it is, you could be praying, you could be studying Torah, you could be talking directly with God. That should not prevent you from always being aware to look around. Maybe there's someone who needs my help. <clears throat> you can be in the middle of your prayer. You could be in the middle of some celebration. You could be at your Shabbos table. There is not a single moment when you should not have the consciousness to be aware to look around. Is there someone in need? Is there someone who is lacking something? Is there someone who may need my help? No moment should be free from that looking, from that seeing. That's number one. Number two, all kindness, all compassion, all acts of hospitality begin not only with our eyes seeing who may need our help, but our eyes who are seeing with love our eyes who are seeing perhaps there's some kind of disturbance or something is happening, not to be upset, not to be irritated, but the immediate thought should be, is perhaps something happening that I can help? And if there is someone in need, my seeing must be a seeing with love. How can I help this person? They could be a stranger. I could have nothing to do with them. But my immediate seeing should be with love, with concern. How can I help? And number three, the words begin, Vayisa Enav, Avraham lifted his eyes. If your eyes are looking down, you may receive a request for help. Someone could come over to you and say, could you help me? But that's not what Avraham does. Avraham is lifting his eyes and looking for the opportunity to help. A person who waits until the opportunity to help someone else knocks on their door Maybe they will merit it. Maybe they won't. But a person whose eyes are trained to be constantly on the lookout for who can be helped, 
that person will find the opportunity to help others at every moment. Don't wait for someone to knock on your door. Seek the opportunity to help someone else. Lift your eyes in order to find the opportunity. Alongside this, Rav Rimon adds another very important insight based on a famous passage of the Rambam Maimonides with which many of us are familiar. <clears throat> if I find a person in need, there are two ways that I can help that person. The first way that I can help a person in need I can give them what they lack. I can make it so that their need is taken care of. Or, instead of giving them what they need, I can provide them with a loan in order for them to be able to work to help themselves. That's two different approaches. Now, at first glance, the first option sounds like a greater act of kindness. A person is in need, you fill the need. A person needs $100, you give them $100. Their need is filled. You have helped them Number one, immediately you have made their need lo no longer be a need. And number two, theoretically, what you've given to them is greater, a gift. You're not asking for anything back. The Rambam says that it is the second type of help that is the preferable means. The Rambam says, The greatest level of tzedakah, of helping another, It is when we give the person in need the ability, the tools, to be able to help themselves in order for them not to need help from someone else in the future. Even though this manner of help does not immediately fill the need that they have right now and may in fact involve a less number of dollars And from here we see something even deeper. True kindness, true helping another is when we look at a person, remember, chesed kindness starts with looking and looking not only with love, not only looking for the opportunity to help, but also looking to see what is the biggest 
help to the person, which is not always obvious, which is not always the way that seems intuitive. Yes, of course, there are situations where a person does need immediate assistance of finances or food. Yes, under certain circumstances, that's the case. But it's not the highest level of chesed. It's not the greatest kindness we can do for the person, even if that's what the person themselves wants us to do. I understand that. The greatest kindness is when, when our, which starts with our eyes, but what our eyes see is not only the opportunity to help, not only the desire to help, but also the insight to figure out what is going to be the greater help. How do we help this person so that not only is this situation covered, but they are able to help themselves in the future? All kindness starts with our eyes. It starts with seeing, noticing before the need is obvious, to want to help the person that we see in need, and looking for the opportunity to see what is most helpful to the person, not only in the immediate term, but long-term as well. Because that will not only heal the need of the person for help, it will also heal the need for the person of self-esteem and the ability to support themselves. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.